Proverbs chapter 1, verses 20 through 33. Wisdom cries aloud in the street. In the markets, she raises her voice. At the head of the noisy streets, she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates, she speaks. How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing and fools hate knowledge? If you turn at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you because I have called and you have refused to listen and have stretched out my hand and no one has heeded because you have ignored all my counsel and would have none of my reproof. I will. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when terror strikes you. When terror strikes you like a storm and your calamity comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then they'll call upon me, but I won't answer. They will seek me diligently, but will not find me, because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, would have none of my counsel and despised all my reproof. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their way, and have their fill of their own devices, for the simple are killed by their turning away, and the complacency of fools destroys them. But whoever listens to me will dwell secure, and will be at ease without dread of disaster. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. Thanks be to God. So today's a really interesting passage. You know, we moved from kind of good advice uh, is kind of the tone of yesterday's passage. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, all in this framework of father to son kind of conversation-y. And we're still in that, but today it moves into this personification and kind of like anthropomorphized, Mm -hmm. uh, anthropomorphic uh, character of wisdom. Mm -hmm. You know, this lady calling about the streets of this noisy city and yet, you know, she's scoffed at, she's ignored. And so she basically says, I will not feel bad for you mm-hmm. when, because you've chosen foolishness, it destroys you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it reminds me of, you know, in the, I'm just going to butcher this and show how stupid I am, but uh, it'll come as no surprise. <laughs> so, but it reminds me of uh, like in the story of the Trojan horse, oh, yeah. there's, and they, they bring the Trojan horse into the city. There's some lady. Um, and in my mind right now, I also, I can't remember if the Trojan horse is from Troy and goes into Greece or if it's from Greece and goes into Troy. Well, the name of the movie is Troy. Ooh. So maybe it's going into Troy. Yeah. But I remember in Achilles. some tale, <laughs> some version of the story I was told like 20 years ago, <laughs> There was a lady. Featuring Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. There was a, in school, they talked about how the, in Troy, you know, according to legend, there was a lady who saw the horse and she went around the city crying out, uh, this is not a good idea. Don't don't bring this into the city. Don't just leave it there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she kind of, she was like this prophet, herald of warning and everyone thought she was crazy. And then, you know, of course she was proven right. So it's kind of a, a similar moment uh with wisdom here so what are your thoughts jerry on Mm -hmm. on today's passage whether or not we got the tale correct yeah to be determined keep talking i'm gonna hopefully somebody will let us know maybe you'll figure it out 
But um, the essence of what you're saying, I think, is spot on with like what we should think about this little part of the passage. Yeah. And like in my own Bible, I kind of have underlined complacency, like the complacency of fools destroys them. And um, but another key verse, I think, is like because they they hated knowledge. They did not choose the fear of the Lord. And so I think one one of the things that they're trying to communicate here is like there's an aspect of like wisdom that's rooted in the fear of the Lord or like mm-hmm. our, our tendency with it is to like to turn a like it's there in front of us mm-hmm. and we could choose it. Yeah. We could walk in it. And we cho- we actively choose not to, mm. and he's like warning us against that. I think um, that that is like one of the greatest problems is that we intentionally like reject wisdom. It's not just that we like kind of don't know what to do and mm-hmm. whatnot. It's like we kind of know mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what it would look like to walk in the fear of the Lord in this situation, and we yeah. choose not to. Yeah, and that's um, I think what he's pointing to here you know but i have called out and you refuse to listen you know to the point of the story um so yeah it just makes me think about that like in what ways is wisdom calling and Mm -hmm. and, you know i'm choosing to reject it absolutely you know just for the record jerry since this will live in perpetuity online it is the city of troy okay it is the city of troy and the the woman i didn't make that up but it's cassandra the king's daughter, who is like the fortune teller, uh, you know, the mystic eye of Troy. Mm-hmm. So, yes. <laughs> all right. But uh, no, I love all that. <laughs> I, you know, verse 20, uh, sorry, 32 really uh, struck me mm-hmm. um, just in, in reading and meditating on this passage. The simple are killed by their turning away and the complacency of fools destroys them. That that phrase, the complacency of fools destroys them, is very profound to me, mm-hmm. because, you know, there's there's this buzzword that I really 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 don't like because I think it it's begun to mean absolutely nothing and it's deconstruction. Um, I think like it it has a meaning, but it's become so wide and like, you know, Christians have spent and I, I like have been part of this mm-hmm. um but like christians have tried so hard to like tap into that mm-hmm. the, like cultural nerve that it's it's just like cheap and so really what is has timelessly just been known as like doubt or wrestling with god or you know kind of very typical experiences of the christian faith mm-hmm. they're like this new novel deconstruction kind of thing mm-hmm. but I say all that to say this, that I do think that there is, or I know that there is a genuine process of people kind of pulling apart what they believe and examining every part of it and not knowing what to make of it. And I think that's deconstruction. But what I think a lot of the times happens when people say they are deconstructing is they're actually just becoming complacent. Mm -hmm. And I have found that to be true time and time again where somebody is is because it's culturally hot like kind of claiming this intellectual process and really if you like press into it and i think this is true not just i'm not like belittling people struggling with their faith 
But I think that there are people who it's like, it's literally just a term that they use for like, I am complacent about all these things that I used to believe in mm-hmm. strongly. I think you can do it the other direction too, where like mm, you just receive a bunch of stuff without examining yes, as yes. well. Uh-huh. And so it, it could be the, the deconstruction person or yeah. it could be the like, I'm holding to these things, but you're really just like kind of receiving what a camp says. Yep. And you're not really, you're still being complacent yep. in, in both yep. scenarios. Exactly. Because yeah. if it's just, if deconstruction is just critical thought, then like, that's great. Mm-hmm. But like, I think a lot of times, and, and so anyways, the reason this verse really stopped me in my tracks is I've been thinking about that a lot lately. And one of the things I've been thinking about specifically is I, I've been, and I've talked about some on ODR, but I've just been in 2024 so far on like a world war two history oh, bender. Wow. Just like watching a ton of shows and movies and reading stuff. And I'm just like very fascinated, uh, by this period of time where there were like millions and millions of guys my age or like a lot younger than me around the world, mm-hmm. bearing more stress and anxiety and fear than I like likely ever will. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that it's really got me thinking about is how sheltered I am and how sheltered my existence is and how easy it is to be complacent in kind of the cultural moment that we're in. And that could be like a complacency that leads you away from sort of Orthodox Christianity. I also think there's a complacency within Orthodox Christianity where it's people who kind of settle for like hot button, trendy theological Mm -hmm you know, garbage Mm. and not actually pressing into knowing God. Mm. And so they become really divided. They become really skeptical and analytical and rude, Mm -hmm. not like Jesus Mm -hmm. and it's complacency. It's not wisdom. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on that? And like that whole kind of idea of like ease and complacency being this force that turns us away from wisdom. Well, yeah, I think you're, you're hitting on something that is like, it's, you know, there's a call to listen to wisdom here. There's a call not to reject wisdom, but like that doesn't mean that ascertaining wisdom or growing in wisdom is itself a easy task. It actually is kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some labor to it in, in a sense, mm-hmm. which I think is like the opposite of complacency. Complacency is kind of, I just see like someone just sitting back and like, letting life go on basically yeah. it's, it's just kind of complacent attitude but yeah. with wisdom true wisdom there's a there's a there's a there's a searching there's a seeking there's a there's a work to it mm-hmm. i think um and it's interesting to see in verse 33 whoever listens to me will dwell secure and will be at ease mm-hmm. um the dread of disaster will be no more and mm-hmm. so yeah i think the call there is like don't don't just be somebody who's sitting back you know, um, mm-hmm. that's not the path to wisdom. I think like hear and receive, um, like what the word says, but like dig into it and think about it and, mm. and do some of the hard work with like mm-hmm. the questions you have and, yeah. and stuff like that. And, and like kind of just don't, yeah, don't just be complacent. Yeah. Um, I think that that's, it's false ease basically. Mm. And that's what yeah. I think verse 33 is getting at. And I mean, in, a, in an immediate sense, how is it false ease? Uh, well, at some point, the question's going to bubble up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you haven't done the hard work to really like think about it, you're you're going to struggle in that moment. Yeah. And that's yeah. going to be maybe your demise. 
Absolutely. Yeah, this like, it's a call to like live in conviction, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And there are people who I know who are very, very dear to me. And they, they don't, and none of us do, but it's like they are keenly aware they don't have all the answers. They're like wrestling through things with God or with their faith or whatever, but they're living in conviction. And so they're like seeking, you know? And I think like that is, that's part of the posture of wisdom is it's not this like sage, you know, sitting like cross-legged, you know, having all the answers of life, but it's this direction that is, you know, followed in suit with conviction and purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, you know, I love that, that false ease or like that false rest kind mm-hmm. of idea of complacency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and it can look a myriad of ways. It's not just like, you know, leaving your faith or, you know, giving up convictions, but it can just be like settling in and uh, giving up the hunger. Yeah. And exactly. so we are all a danger of it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we are all able to overcome it with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, absolutely, I love it. Well, we could go on, but you know, some of these ODRs have been kind of long lately, so I'm trying to trying to bring us back into into the harbor. <laughs> um, this was good. This yeah, was, nothing else needs to be said. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff with Father Jerry. <laughs> well, for uh, for Jeremy Brooks, this is Will Carlisle, and we'll see you tomorrow on our daily rhythm. Thanks for listening to our daily rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.